0: Hello, my name is Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. For more information about this and other projects, please visit www.thoughtjarproductions.com. That's www.thoughtjarproductions.com. We can also be found at Thoughtjar Productions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to this programme on iTunes and on Spotify, and please tell your friends about this show. And now, for this week's episode. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club. My name is Stephen Platt, thank you very much for listening. So this week it's a bit of a different episode. Uh, A couple of weeks ago uh, Roger Moore passed away. Uh, Roger Moore who was of course uh, famous for playing the role of James Bond seven times in film Uh, and we thought to mark the occasion that we should review one of his Bond films and we decided that perhaps there's no better film to review than Moonraker. Joining me to discuss the film, we have one German shepherd who will occasionally bark in the background to ward off people saying, no, Timothy Dalton was the best Bond. But also joining us, we have for her second appearance, Tegan Mulvaney. Oh, you
1: got it right. Yes. Oh, that's great. Yes. Hello, everybody. I'm back.
0: Mm. And uh, just a quick reminder of uh, who you are and what you do.
1: As Stephen said, my name is Tegan. I uh, I work for a charity as a puppeteer and I do uh, some improvisational comedy as well.
0: Excellent. And joining us uh, for the very first time, it's Mr. Patrick Downs. Patrick, welcome to the program.
2: Stephen, thank you. You are (laughs) very exciting to be here.
0: (laughs) You are most welcome. Uh, Can you just let the folks at home know a little bit about yourself?
2: Um, General Bludger, I think, is what. Uh, the official government term for me, but correct, no, correct. I'm an actor as well. Like, you've seen me, there's the dog. Yeah. Um, if you watch commercial TV, you will have seen me on a few commercials mm-hmm. selling you mostly car insurance and uh, home buyers' insurance. Right. So,
1: and also the world's biggest, well, at least this street's biggest James Bond fan. Yes, well,
0: certainly. potentially, yeah. yeah. I mean, we haven't done a show
1: well, let's do a survey right now.
0: Okay. Uh, how much do you like James Bond, Tegan?
1: Uh, he's great, but I don't I don't know much about
0: him. Okay. I'm English. I have to like him somewhat, but mm-hmm. I find him problematic in this day and age. Uh, Patrick, what Love do you think? Love him.
2: Uh, Absolutely no problems. Well, we he's have sick. completely about non-problematic. You,
1: Gruber the German Shepherd?
0: Oh, you're quiet now. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, I think it's official. So you have obviously seen Moonraker, Patrick. Yes, I have. And Tegan, you haven't seen Moonraker? No.
1: I have vague memories of a scene with them pretending to walk on a moon mm-hmm. of some description, which was lots of... um. I'm demonstrating it which is not for any of the listeners benefit but you know you know the big legs yeah. in the air and sh- the the, sh- the, w- the way a
0: child would pretend in the playground Exactly
1: that I, I have very, very vivid memories of Roger Moore doing that exact movement mm. yes
0: <laughs> Okay and uh, just in terms of your general experience with the Bond films in 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 their entirety um have you caught many of them
1: No none, none. I can, bits and pieces but mm-hmm. nothing in its entirety
0: Okay, whereas obviously as uh, this house's uh, most um, most fabulous James Bond yeah. uh, aficionado, yeah. uh, Patrick um, Where does Moonraker sort of sit for you in, in the pantheon of Bond films?
2: Ooh, not very high, let's be honest I love Roger Moore He's definitely my favourite Bond um, Even though I'm more of the Pierce Brosnan age You know, that's kind of when I was... When his movies started coming out That's when I was sort of getting into action movies But Roger Moore's the one that... He's just... I just love watching his movies. But, to be honest, is one of those ones that I haven't come back to all that often.
0: Okay, well, uh, for those listening at home, uh, Moonraker, which was released in 1979, is the 11th spy film in the James Bond series, um, and the 4th to star Roger Moore, so it comes right in the middle of his 7-film run mm-hmm. as uh, Mr James Bond. It was the third and final film that was directed by Lewis Gilbert as well. Uh, Lewis Gilbert also directed The Spy Who Loved Me, and uh, You Only Live Twice, so... Uh, Obviously some real Bond credential going into that one Um, And the plot basically involves James Bond going to space Yep. Um, It's 1979, this is two years after Star Wars I'm not entirely Um, sure it's coincidental uh, You you don't think so? I may have read some stuff about a certain Mr. Broccoli Who was one of the producers Pushing Moonraker forward in the schedule To to capitalise on the space
2: thing I'm pretty sure at the end of Whichever one came before Moonraker, because at the end of each Bond movie, it's always hmm. I believe James it was, Bond will return and uh, such and such.
0: I believe it was The Spy Who Loved Me that Spy preceded Me. this one. Yeah, so at
2: the end of The Spy Who Loved Me, which, and I can't remember, I can't remember the order they're in now, except mm. for Live and Let Die is his first one. Mm. It's Roger Moore's first one. But at the end of The Spy Who Loved Me, it came up at the end of the credits saying, James Bond will return in whatever the next movie is. Mm-hmm. And instead of going with that movie, they pushed moonraker ahead
0: so moonraker could almost (laughs) just be considered as like a bonus episode (laughs) yeah 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 and
1: then they changed the plot from the book is that
0: entirely yeah
1: it's got got a moon it's got to be in space i don't know if we want to talk
2: about that now or maybe we wait till after but because i've read the book as well oh brilliant they're just
0: so different okay well i think that's probably a good point to jump into it so uh folks at home uh, grab your DVDs or streaming services and whatever it is you're using to watch Moonraker, and uh, join us. Well, about ten seconds in your time, but uh, about two hours in ours. Can we watch we... it on
1: Laserdisc?
0: Yes, please. <laughs> I get it. Mm. I
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Because there's lasers in it.
0: lasers, mm. Pew pew. Oh, you can't wait for the <laughs> the in-depth commentary we're going to give on this when we return. There's having... lasers
2: in this movie, guys. <laughs> we, with noises. Pew yeah.
3: pew.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, this is. Moonraker. All right, everybody, welcome back. We have just finished watching Moonraker. Why have we? I am joined by Mr. Patrick Downs. Hello. And Miss Tegan Mulvaney. Hi. I've still remembered how to say it. Oh, uh, uh, you
1: did. You're doing great.
3: Oh, thanks.
0: I did almost say it the other way around <laughs> for a second. <laughs> and then I remembered. Um, so, yeah, Moonraker. Uh, Moonraker. Moon- what did yeah. we think of Moonraker?
2: Well, um, it's... I know I just said this before to you guys, but I'll say it now. It was a very booby movie. There's a lot And not naked boobs Because it's a Bond movie But there was a lot of boobs In this we movie We changed
1: its name To Moonracker. Moonracker. Moon mm. yeah. yeah.
0: It. Yeah Yeah I think that's definitely uh, It's definitely something You can take away from this film That there's a lot of There's a lot of uh, shots Of that particular region of the body mm. And not a lot of bras No No
1: It appears to have been uh, Illegal yeah. To wear a bra well, um,
2: 1979 It was a simpler time It was mm. a better yeah. time when yep. bras were not needed,
0: apparently not. When boobs
1: no. were sagging, mm. but all over the world, apparently, because there was a lot of traveling in the films. Well. Yes,
0: there certainly was. Uh, we were in uh, Venice, uh, we were in Brazil, we were in outer space as they <laughs> very um, <laughs> the what? ultimate destination, yes. Um, yeah, and and you're right, I mean, this. I was really pleased when when we sort of decided that Moonraker was going to be the film that we we're going to do because it's it's got a lot of what is really fun about Bonds and in particular Roger Moore James Bonds mm, you know mm. he's walking around a good ten twenty years older than most of the people in the film oh, saying uh, saying cheesy lines and using gadgets which are like kind of cool but only useful in like the exact scenarios that you see yeah, in the film
3: yeah
2: really really specific. Situational gadgets.
0: Yeah, I think they obviously went, okay, he's going to get tied up a lot in this film, so let's give him a wrist gun. I think that that was just like, it's going to be. But he actually
2: doesn't use when he probably should.
1: No, and they. (laughs) Why give him 20 darts? No, only 10. 10 I'm sorry, only Mm. 10. Why (laughs) give him only 10 darts? Five with one purpose, five with another purpose, to only use it once in the film? It's. Well,
2: built up. Do we, well, I suppose we have to go into spoilers at some stage. Oh
0: yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, we we, we record these uh, with the with the idea that people at home have just finished yeah, watching, just finished watching. It. Yeah. So,
2: well, I mean, he does use it twice. He uses it at the very end to kill Drax with, yeah. and then pushes him into an airlock and sends him into outer space
1: because <laughs> mm. th- he couldn't wait thirty seconds to, to let for him, him die. To yeah. die.
0: Yeah. yeah, he had to be <laughs> extra sure. Yeah, that, that Drax was was going to be dead. Yeah, it was good fun. But th- this film is is a hot mess. When did I, he use oh, it the yeah.
2: second time? Well, the first time was when he was on the Gravi- on thing spinning around, he used it to blow up the controls, so no, it would that stop
1: was, I thought that was his his wristwatch gun thing. No, it
2: was one of the explosive armor-piercing oh, darts. Yeah, because
0: okay. yeah, you yeah. have the cyanide darts and the explosive darts. Keep, keep explain this at the start of the yeah, film.
2: you paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> Do pay attention, Mulvaney. I couldn't see through my
1: furrowed, confused eyebrows.
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean. I've obviously done the the IMDb trivia trawl, and mm-hmm. I've I've had a dig mm-hmm. through. Uh, just some basic information. This was a very expensive Bond film to make. It cost them thirty four million dollars to make it. No. Yes. Oh, um. Geez. And but they made back in its initial run. They they almost made double that money. They made sixty two million dollars US. Do you know
1: that um, eighteen million of that thirty four million was spent on uh, pigeons. Um, yes. Specially just to get trained get pigeons. One pigeon to do a double take. Do the double take.
0: That, that that was very much the. That's a fact. The moment of jumping the shark. In <laughs> yes. is there is a gondola which turns into a, a, a car, point? a hovercraft. Yeah. Well, there's, it's a jet. It's kind of like a jet gondola first. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah like
2: a motor jo- gondola, jondola? Jondola. gondola. A gondola. A motor gondola. Yeah. That then becomes a
0: hover. Gondola, yeah, a, 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 a a hondola a gondola.
1: <laughs> <A vondola. laughs> and,
0: and you know what? I think this is very clearly like a reverse engineered. They went, okay, we've made the car that turns into the boat. What about a boat that turns into a car? And even better, a gondola, like the longest, most yeah. unwieldy of boats. Yeah. We're yep. going to turn that into yep. a car for no reason. Then
1: let's make a pigeon do a double take. Mm. Then let's make a guy jump out of a coffin.
0: Well, mm. that was before the that was show. before that, that was what that was kicked sure. off the whole and then, gondola race, mm. gondola chase. Let's
1: just go out west. Yeah, there's so many
0: moments of just like beautiful. What are we watching yeah. in this film? I mean, just in the 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 uh, the the gondola in 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 St <laughs> um, Mark's Square in Venice. Um, you had the pigeon doing a double take. You had the dog with like a cocked eyebrow. That's you, right. had you had the guy. The painting look- man. Yeah, the painting man. Like, where's my painting going? The yeah. guy looking at his wine bottle and, and going like the, oh We're too
1: yeah. much wine, well, the, the
0: waiter who was pouring beer on someone's head and That's then realizes right. he's not concentrating. He had it all. God. Um, yeah, so it was an expensive film. the The title sequence at the start of the film. Now, do you remember it? Is it particularly memorable? What happened in it?
2: The you mean the actual titles? The, the actual title
0: cards, the Bond, you know. Well, were... there
2: was the very lacklustre um, Shirley, Shirley Bassey, Bassey number. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: there was
2: just a lot of women bouncing around, like in all the James Bond movies. Or was this... No,
1: because cause, cause Jaws fell into the circus, mm-hmm. and yeah. so it was the circus ladies. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's a circus. Yeah, in, yeah there's in a the circus. And
2: Jaws falls into it. Mm. Jaws, the big metal man. Yeah. the shark. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
2: No, I don't remember.
0: Well, that title sequence cost more than yeah. the entire production budget of Dr. No. Get out. I'm I'm not getting but it. But it's the same as the wow. others. Yeah. That's one of the, that's just one of the things that pops up. That that cost more. Just that title sequence, that very forgettable title sequence. <laughs> um, the whole but budget it's the Same as the others. Yeah, the whole geez. budget of Moonraker is more than the first 6 Bond films that were made. Oh like this was an expensive film. Yeah. And part of the reason is, is obviously they were shooting in lots of locations around the world. Mm. And part of the reason they were doing that is because there was um they couldn't film in England because there was a change in how much it cost to make the production in England. That right. was going to make it even mm. more expensive. No so, way. Yeah, yeah, so they decided, right, what we're going to do is going to actually gonna
2: f- cheaper to shoot it
0: yeah around long, the world around the world countries. and at the beginning yeah, and at the beginning in the office where we saw the uh, lovely painted books of M, yeah, that's, um, right. that's because they had recreated that that uh, set in France.
3: Oh, okay, that's why yeah. it looks so right. dodgy. That's yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing because I guess like this film really suffers from the fact that you know that we can clean film up now and make it look a bit more digital and a bit Ooh, nicer. Yeah. I think Roger Moore's wrinkles wouldn't show up so much. Also, going
2: back to my earlier point, there were a lot more visible nipples. There's so many because of that. Yeah. So you know, swings and roundabouts. (laughs)
1: Um, but going back, I'm just looking at my notes, and I just want to say it. Um, like harking back to Alien, um, Mm. where we had eggs and titties. Oh yes. And we had what did you call Faberge eggs? Faberge eggs because we were in Venice, and it was I know Faberges. Not but you were in that that very, very opulent, opulent manor yeah. house, yeah. Yeah. On in the house. yeah, Yeah, Drax. Okay, I think, I think the most
0: was, bored. Yeah, the Peter most, Dinklage
1: look-alike. This is a good on point, to point, point to on. jump onto Drax because
0: yeah. yes. yeah. Drax as a villain looks like a Bond villain. Like yeah. it's the it's the gelled back slicked back black hair. It's the goatee. Yeah. It's the weird like Kim Jong Il style. So yes. the collection
1: yeah. of multicultural um, henchmen. Yeah. Yeah, as well. Um,
0: and and indeed the Fabergé eggs and titties combination. Yes. Um, but he just he isn't. couldn't care less he so just bored. was like yes i have invented uh, or put together like a, a super race and we're going into space and this should be exciting but i'm bored i'm yeah, so yeah, you're, bored you're, in just doing that putting more into that performance
2: mm. than he did because he was kind of trying to do a French accent as mm. well. Well,
0: Michael Lonsdale, who who plays the part, um, has uh, speaks English and French, and I believe oh, has a French I background. See. But I th- so I think that might be more him trying to do the English accent, maybe. <laughs>
2: oh well, still, <laughs> it's, it was just kind of this.
0: Yeah, it was very, it w- it was very boring. Quite frankly, it's so boring. Um,
2: His performance, or you mean kind of the. Movie as a whole.
0: Uh, no, the movie. The movie is not. The, the movie is quite long and does have a couple very of boring long. bits. It's just over two hours long. But it's, it's a long movie. But it's kind of like an absurdist comedy. Mm.
2: It's I yeah yeah I, I know what you mean. I I think it suffered from. I mean, it's it's a movie made in the seventies, and a lot of these early Bond movies are very slow. Mm. This one, you really feel it though, because there are those great moments where it's just you're looking at the screen going, "What is going on?". But then... It's
1: almost like they wanted to make a traditional Bond film and then someone's come along and gone, hey, let's throw these references in. Yeah, okay. Well, that's,
2: that's another one. a lot of movie references. But then there's just long periods of not much no. happening. And because no one cares, there's no atmosphere, there's no sense of tension. No. Everyone's just going through the motions. I must
1: admit, I, I, I wonder if they, this, maybe this is what happened. I kept losing interest and mm. then something ridiculous would happen. Yeah. Like the good, the bad and the ugly scenes yeah. or oh. pigeon double takes. Yeah,
0: where the British government are holed up in like a kind of fight club monk. Monk, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're
1: in a monk house in Rio. It's called a monastery. No, it's a monk house. <laughs> it's a monk house.
0: Sorry. Yeah, it's where the uh, English entertainer Bob Monkhouse got his name from. <laughs> he used His family were all Bob Monastery until until he came along. Um, but yeah, they're, they're in and then this... They're, they're doing... They're doing... Jiu-jitsu yeah. in the bedroom. And then they've got like weirdly like kind of... Racially insensitive weapons, like the the like Mexican the, bandito that turns but into a they're all dressed like
2: Mexicans, belt. but
0: they're in Brazil.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, <laughs> then, and then he has a laser that melts a Mexican guy's head or a fake well, Mexican, rubber, rubber Mex- Mexican. Guy's yeah. head. it
0: was important that the rubber guy wasn't a white guy, obviously. but it was yeah, a Mexican it was important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's That's just Trump a of them. It's a bizarre film. I mean, the opening sequence I think is actually probably the best sequence of the film, mm-hmm. just because yep. they're having a fist fight. Falling out of a plane Fighting over a parachute Yeah It's really and, well done And it's shot Like It's shot for real With the occasional Like shot of them Clearly like against A green screen Doing yeah, some struggling yeah. but, but then
2: you've got Clearly you've got the stunt The stunt guys Who are actually Doing the they're skydiving amazing. stunts And they're fighting In and the sky in and, and it looks whole great that
1: sequence I think there's only one Like cut scene On a green screen And that's the to get the kick in the head and then it goes back to to them Mm. being in the sky sky yeah yeah
0: and it's it's interesting um in in the imdb trivia troll there is uh, a fairly uh, lengthy uh sequence of information about this um there was a seven pound camera for these sequences that was mounted on the helmet of another skydiver and a couple of the shots where you see arms and legs are actually the cameraman's arms and legs but they made it look as though they were either Bonds or wow. the guy with the dodgy moustache who was trying to pull the um, pull the <laughs> backpack right. off. Um, who was that guy? Yeah, it he was just the pilot. He was just yeah. a guy. He was just the, yeah. The, so confused. The entire sequence, because they could only capture a couple of seconds each time, mm. uh, required eighty-eight jumps oh, and five God. weeks of filming oh, oh, to create that two-minute sequence. Jeez. Oh. Um, well. Having well, worth it though because it did look really cool. Yeah, Yeah. but then
1: it did set a very high bar that the the rest of the movie did not live up to. No, not (laughs) even with classic moments like most secret. Yes,
0: yes, most secret. We don't have top secret. We We have have most secret. (laughs) Yeah, and then of course we go into that very expensive and very forgettable. Sequence Shirley Bassey's third, and you know once you've mm-hmm. done Goldfinger, you can't follow that up. She did Diamonds Are Forever, which is a pretty it's, good yeah, follow-on. Yeah. yeah, and then Moonraker is just kind of. Where are you? She's sleepy.
2: Everyone's sleepy. That's what I'm saying. This whole yeah. movie yeah. is just what's going face. through the motions. Not rough head. Good. Good head. Good head. <laughs>
1: no, not Jared <laughs> 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 Um
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, Doctor Goodhand. He'd be great. He was as a Bond girl. As yeah. a Bond girl. Yeah. yeah. O- all right. Yeah. James. Maybe when he retires, <laughs> yeah. there's but, a career for him. But yeah, um, yeah, she was quite bored. Um, she was horrible. Yeah, and you know, the, the only one who seemed to be enjoying themselves making the film, and maybe it's understandable, is it's Roger, Roger Moore. Roger Moore. I agree. Um yeah. Yeah. and Jaws. Jaw's enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he Richard was Kiel. good. He was he good. Was Richard Keel by Jaw is is really good. Yeah. He's not very good at killing James Bond, but no, other, other than that, good he's not at good at his job. Being yeah. a
1: giant and being adorable and yeah. falling in love for little milk ladies.
0: Yeah, and the re- the reason they they, they threw <laughs> little
2: milk ladies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who we are in Brazil for some reason. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. Well,
0: I mean for Carnival. Yeah, on holiday.
1: That's all. <laughs> well, I fall in love
2: with a giant metal man. Oh hello. <laughs>
0: um yeah i mean mean, richard keel was um was quite popular obviously he'd previously Hmm. appeared in um what was the name of the the previous bond film spy who loved me thank you spy who loved me um and he'd been obviously a very popular villain they were like hey do you want to come back and he was Mm -hmm. like yes that'd be great but they did decide to give him a redemptive arc now how did how did that read for you uh tegan
1: how did it read from it read um I, it read really poorly as mm. a as a as an arc, but I didn't really care because mm. he was a they're adorable. Yeah, and they're off in space somewhere, dead, L- living probably. off champagne. Although yeah, well, li- there
2: was that little line at the end when we're back at NASA or whatever it was saying that one of the. Pieces of the shot, the, the, right. the, the space station. He crash landed, and there were two survivors: a tall man and a small woman.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we there was that
2: little thrown in line to go. Hey guys, it's okay. Yeah. We must have missed oh. that. Jaws ago. might come back yeah. so with his romantic. little Swedish girlfriend.
0: Yeah. and
1: she dumps him when, oh, when James bones sad. her in the next, <laughs> the
0: next episode. Uh, <laughs> it's always bound to happen, and um, yeah, but it's. It's just not a very good film. No, but but, but Roger Moore does look like he's having fun. I think this is a good point to actually talk about uh, Sir Roger Moore. Yes. Because um, yeah. obviously he passed away a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. Um,
1: he was a fun guy. Like, he he I does seem he like a nice lovely. guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and obviously in this, he he does look like he's having a lot of fun. Despite, totally. despite he gets it. He yeah. understands. And I think, you know, he he's very... He really does play up the campiness in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... Um, that's, important. Well, that's what he was so good at And
2: why yeah. I think his movies His Bond movies Are just They're just so great Because they're so different To all the others mm. You know You get a little bit Of the campiness A little bit of the silliness In the Connery ones mm. And then they really overdo it With the Brosnan ones Which are just Aside from GoldenEye They're just dumb Yeah <laughs> um, But so many of them Are so They're a bit more serious Yeah And he's he, He's a just Fun and silly, but they're done well because he's got yeah. such great presence. I mean, yeah. R-
0: Roger Moore is the only Bond that you can give um, a gondola that turns into a hovercraft to yep. and have it, you, yep. you would pay it. If Daniel yeah. Craig did that, you'd be like, what is happening? Yeah. With
1: his little yeah. pouty mouth. He'd yeah. just be pouting his way through, yeah. Yeah. through Venice. So,
0: but Roger Moore, it's kind of like, you know what? That's exactly what you do. You can put him in a black zip-up shirt with high-waisted pants. Oh, oh man. Ninjuring That around. outfit Yeah
2: That sexy 70s Zorro outfit Yeah Of black flares Especially <laughs> when he's
1: in disguise with the gondoliers With the gondoliers hat, hat on With, with the, the, bla- the
2: big black flares yep. tucked With a sort of a zip Hot. up long sleeve shirt That's tucked into his flares The belt probably sits maybe right on his belly button Yep mm. I would agree Oh yep. I want that mm. I want that outfit
1: Matching outfit
2: Everyone that's, the other, that's uh, Everyone is sexy in this movie it, um, actually, it is a very sexy. It's, they're
1: movie. very, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, everyone, with the exception of the bold henchman who's in the cable car oh, scene, yeah, he was an unfortunate he, looking he had guy. a face like a bag of golf balls. I don't yeah, know he, what was yeah, happening yeah. there. Yeah. But, but, uh, but like because right. they're in
2: Brazil and it's Mardi Gras and then there's like all the um, and Bond, even though he's old, he's dressed like a sexy Zorro. Yeah, and, and there's put, all the girls, and then there's all the like the pretty boys in Brazil all the Brazilian. But yeah. everyone's yeah. just sexy. It's even a
0: sexy even on Drax's ship when he's got his you know like his master race, his master race that he's trying to build. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all you know. Good-looking uh, Aryan people, mostly. Well, know. no, but they, all, they were all from different races. I think that was
3: kind. Yeah, of... Yeah, I mean, there was that. But, white I mean, there white was... races.
0: Well, no, there was yeah. a black
2: oh, no. woman and the an Asian. Oh yeah, woman there was. There. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but... You, that's uh, I, cool. you, I don't know where they mentioned it at all because we were, we were talking a lot throughout the movie. Mm. <laughs> Did yeah. struggle to hold our interest for long periods. Yes, so they might have mentioned it, but it seemed to me that he wanted to make this Aryan race. We should probably talk about what
0: his actual. Yeah, his plan, plan, was. His plan was, was basically hit the reset button on plot? the human race. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drax's plan was I'm going to take all the sexy people and the clever people keep them out of the earth while I poison it. And, yeah, and but, kill, the kill, poison. but the animals don't get poisoned. The animals don't get just the humans. Because he finds
1: that out by accident, remember, when yeah. he accidentally kills those kills two scientists. Kills two guys, yeah. yeah. And not the rats. Because yeah. Jacks
0: knew that, didn't he? Jacks knew that because he wanted to create, essentially, a new Eden for yeah. His, yeah. his master race yeah. to go down on. Um, yeah,
3: that's what I mean. I just, when Bond, a Bond finds when out Bond, by accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, those just, two
2: wonderfully, those two great actors... It's yeah. two
1: scientists.
0: Mm. Oh, look. <laughs> Who I, fling
1: themselves, the, do the classic fling yeah, yourself yeah. at the glass and slide down it when but, you're dying.
0: But that's hard to do, like, convincingly. It's true. I, re- I, very convincing. I was very won over by that. They things. definitely yeah. died in that performance. Yeah, they that would, that's yes. That's for yes. sure. Yes. Mm. Probably thinking, why does the door code sound like Close Encounters <laughs> of the Third Kind? It makes <laughs> no sense. Another movie reference. Yeah. To the
1: point that they made us go through the door about five times yep. mm-hmm. just, just to ram it home that we're referencing another movie. Well, did you
2: even, when when you go through it the last time, when you, because he, so he go he, he finds his spine, he's doing his Bond thing
3: mm-hmm.
2: and he sees the keypad and it's like,
3: do-do, however it yeah. goes.
2: And then he, then he goes in and there's a laboratory and that's where he finds the poison and blah, blah, blah. And then he brings M and... Was the other guy the Minister of Defence or something? Yeah, Minister so, yeah. 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 brings them back to go, look, there, there's a hidden laboratory here. And he does the thing and then it opens up and it's just this very another very opulent room that Drax is just in, going, Oh, Mr. Bond, I'm glad you brought your friends here. <laughs> and then yeah. So we do we do hear, hear that a lot chime
0: mm. about three or four times. I think it's one of those things where it's like they're letting us use it quick. Use it as yeah. many times yeah, as we lot. can, because yeah. this film ain't got a lot of substance. We can only use no. that double take pigeon once, so yeah. you know we got like to we got to stretch out the gold. Um, yeah,
1: like the space fight.
0: Now that sequence, the the space station. That's actually a pretty good set. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a good set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and like that's that's a big set. You can like,
2: definitely see. The Star Wars
0: influence. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it is no coincidence no. that they've I gone. Mean, yeah, hmm, it's... these kids like this space films. Hey, yeah, we better let's... better give them a Bondy space. <laughs> and film. they
1: like westerns, and they like Brazil. The... Yeah, there was a lot of yeah. homages,
0: like you say, with the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. The fact the Magnificent Seven theme plays when yeah. he's
1: on that, and some kung fu, obviously, like some kind of Bruce Lee. Yeah, as well. like everything that I wrote people suddenly like, suddenly became...
2: samurai. Yeah. At one point. Um, Cause there was just suddenly a samurai
1: yeah, yeah. that's right he popped out and from then behind him.
0: yeah they put him in the uh, room full of glassware what what happens Ooh. next yeah what's gonna happen oh it's oh. gonna get smashed up yeah um but that that's that big three-story space set was very impressive yeah, it did look very cool. and it, yeah uh, it, it, a couple of production stats uh it was built in france uh the production utilized two tons of nails like two wow. tons of just nails oh to, to build that. Uh, 100 wow. tons of metal, 220... Two tons of nails, you say? <laughs> Um, there was 220 technicians and 10,000 feet of set construction woodwork. It wow. was a big set, and it looks good.
1: It, do, it did look good. Like, like, and it I miss very those cool. sort, of, yeah. sort of yeah with those you big know, sets. It, it ages better
0: than any of Roger Moore's suits. Um, it <laughs> his lapels, strong, strong. Disagree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's almost as heavy as his lapels. Those
2: suits yeah. are amazing. <laughs> um, he looks incredible.
0: The. the
1: <laughs> Why don't you marry him then? Maybe. Well,
0: I can't now oh, yeah. because he's dead. Thanks, yeah. Tegan. Mm-hmm. Change these laws. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, a couple of other interesting bits from the uh, trivia troll. Roger Moore arrived a few days late for the shoot in Rio due to a kidney stone uh, oh, wow. attack. Which meant that when he arrived in Rio, he literally walked off the plane, went into makeup and hair, got fitted out, went back on the same plane that he'd just arrived in. And then they filmed James Bond arriving in Rio. That's how short of time they had. That's so amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, which is also probably why he looks a little bit worse for wear in the Rio sequence. He does look a bit rough during that. Like, yeah. yeah, like he's literally right the kidney stones are out cool get on the plane Jeez. you know that kind of thing that's so, horrible mm, yeah no thanks well uh, well you it's very hard to shoot a james bond film without james bond seeing mm, as he's in every, every scene. scene so you know he would yeah. have been feeling obviously the pressure to to do that um mm. but yeah it, it, again it's like it's just it it's a mess this film but it's a fun mess i think that, that you didn't really we were laughing the whole way through. I think yeah. it's fair yeah. to say. Maybe yeah. not what we were supposed to be. No. But it's still enjoyable. But then
1: what were we supposed to be enjoying? It was... Like, I, I, I couldn't mm. help but sit there and go, what would I be thinking if it was 1979 and I was watching this in, a mov- in the you cinema pr- for the you're first time? You'd probably be thinking,
0: you know what, that astronaut laser fight? That is that is pretty mm. great. Because... Mm. Yeah. It, even though it looks a little bit silly and dated now, it was just a big lasery chaos. It was... And it was... It was very um very yeah, very action packed. And for mm, what had been quite a sedate true. movie with only a couple of set pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, we we had two boat chases just, just to try and keep us awake. <laughs> true. Um But yeah, that, that whole sequence although Stanley Kubrick we even had may have a been cable the, car chase yeah, as well. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, it, but but that sequence was it, it was pretty good. It was actually quite exciting. And even though it's a bit silly where it's like, oh, we've got the gravity off, so everyone's going to just That's move great. really slow and wave yeah. their the arms The guy that it.
1: comes up from the bottom of screen when like... they're filming Drax yeah. made me laugh. Clearly just a guy so slowly, standing, yeah, slowly up. standing up. Yes, slowly standing up. That was amazing. But
0: that aside, that last 10, 15-minute sequence... Up until it then turns into a very boring game of like, okay, uh, James Bond shoots three distant targets. Yeah, that was like there was no tension yeah. there. No, I mean you know Holly Goodhead's just bored out of the skull yeah. Just like uh, see if you can save my guess. Goodhead. She's so funny. She was she was she another so one. She boring. was also very bored. Throughout she this she movie. was no Captain yeah.
2: Sideboob.
1: No, oh, Captain, Captain side-boob. sideboob. Yeah, who flew the and helicopter that took and then got mauled by dogs. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was sad. Yeah, yep. but. Yep. But yeah, at least she was... Which you
1: described quite aptly aptly as a... um, It's like a Kate Bush music video. Yeah, that sequence
0: did look a bit Soft, frosted
1: camera work. Lady in a white dress. Yeah, lady in a white dress. Light through the canopy of the forest. Mm. Two dogs mauling her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, We
1: end in Cujo. Start with Kate Bush, end in Cujo.
0: Did we have a favourite moment from this film, I guess? Because... I mean You know We're talking about Like memorable moments um, I think it's the double take From the pigeon for me. I mean Okay yeah
2: So like an, an, A fun ironically Favourite moment yeah. yeah Probably the pigeon Doing a double take Because it's just like What is going on With that But in terms of A genuine favourite moment I think the opening sequence I yeah. think the The, the skydive stunt Was Was fun And was Was really well Really well done and exciting to watch,
3: you mm. know? It was. But yeah,
2: I mean, Pigeon Double... I mean, it's, we almost have to exclude it because it's just so bizarre. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean... It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, the second boat chase, the the, the non-gondola one, the one that's yeah. in the Amazon. That was funny. That was actually pretty reasonably good. And even though there was a couple of weird things like the missile that blew up the people inside the boat but before the boat? it blew up the boat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that was, was pretty good. Odd. That was but, pretty but, good. But that sequence was... A pretty good, fun, rollicking action yeah. sequence, but there's, there's so many moments that I think get lost. I completely forgot about the fact that he fought a boa constrictor python in that's in in, right. in, yeah, right. in a Jeez. pool of water yeah. and killed it with the needle pen. I, yeah. just, I right. forgot about that because yeah. yeah. partly because it wasn't very good. No, yeah. but also yeah. this, this film just has so many moments which should be better than they are. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's just odd. Um, cool. Go ahead.
2: Well I was just going to I was going to was going to get onto unless you were want to talk about something else but I was just going to talk touch briefly on the differences between the novel and the movie.
0: I would very much like for you to touch on that because so, uh, you you obviously are our James Bond aficionado yes, here. Of course.
2: Um so the novel is actually I think one of the better ones that Ian Fleming wrote. It's very First of all, to, show, to to highlight the difference between the two movies, the, the, the movie and the book rather. In the book, there is no mention of going to space mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. There's no space travel. There's certainly no laser guns. There's unfortunately no pigeons doing double takes. Um, and then why read it? I mean, why read personally? it? Exactly. What, what are we even doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a it's a pretty straightforward but enjoyable Bond movie where basically Drax is a which they also missed an opportunity here with Michael Lonsdale just phoning it in because Drax in the novel is a really, thinker think a Richard Branson type, mm. um, very popular but quite boorish millionaire character who's invested a lot of his money. He's a World War Two veteran because the novel was written in 55, so it's only you know, 10 years later. Um, World War Two veteran. Is
1: that why they're shooting Nazis maybe? You know when they use the weapons?
2: Yeah, the, yeah, well... The ball thing on the nuts. There is a few references yeah. to, the, to Nazism in the movie because, as we'll find out, um, Drax invests all his money, pub, you know, the public face is he invests all his money into this Moonraker missile defence system mm. that in theory is to be used against the Soviets should they ever launch a nuclear missile in England. Right. Bond is sent to investigate him because it all just seems a bit fishy, and it turns out that he's actually a Nazi sleeper agent. Right. And the Moonraker is actually just a nuclear missile that he's pointed at London. Okay. So he has to stop Bond has to stop it before the big test launch.
0: So it's more of a just classic Cold War thriller. Yep. Yeah,
2: Whereas which is But it's cool, really, really fun. It's, okay. it's really well written, lots of fun. And Drax is a great villain
3: because maybe
1: Giant Peter Dinklage, Michael <laughs> Lonstow, is it what his name is? That's yeah. his name, yeah. Michael Maybe Lonsdale. he read the book So this image of him reading the book and getting really excited about being offered the role of Drax and then Maybe, getting the yeah. movie script and going, yeah. what?
2: what is this? Because mm. Drax is great in the book. Drax is is mm. boorish and loud and obnoxious, and he's but he's also filthy rich. Yeah. Um, and, and they turned that to be a nuts. And in the
1: movie they kind of like he's got this lavish Crazy over-the-top sets yeah, and devices, yeah. mm. and like the safe that comes out of the clock, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Mm. And this just, <laughs> just pathetic guy. He's really. He's yeah. so dull. Yeah. So I wonder <laughs> if he's just sulking through the whole film. Maybe,
0: possibly. Yeah, and it's fun. Drax again is one of those uh, names that has an interesting etymology with Ian Fleming, because obviously Ian Fleming just named a lot of the bad characters after people he went to school with. Like Blofeld <laughs> is named after. Yeah. Um, He's actually a well-known cricket commentator oh. in the UK, <laughs> uh, Henry right. Blofeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, great. Yeah, he 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 claims, and Ian Fleming pretty much said at the time, he's like, yes, yeah, so I pretty much named this after um, Blofeld off, was off this guy. Drax was someone else he went to school with um, at Eton. And this guy's name was, he became an admiral. So his name wow. with, with his title was Admiral Sir Reginald Plunkett Arnold Earl Drax.
2: Wow! Yeah, I mean that—that's that's just a Bond name as it is. It yeah. is.
0: I like Plunkett as a second Plunkett. name. Plunkett. Yeah, that's very cool. So yeah, Reginald Drax—the original uh, Drax.
2: Reginald
1: Drax sounds yeah. like some the name someone would give themselves if they were wanted to run the the raving. Stark the waiting. Raving Looney party. party. Yeah, oh, that would be the name yeah, well, they give well, themselves.
0: So. I mean he's Admiral Drax. That's that's a Star Wars character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. He Akbar's just, well, we've already got General Hux. Yeah. I wonder who have Admiral Drax <laughs> yeah, in the Ah uh, yes. We've built another yeah, so Death Star. We've built planet.
2: another Death Star.
1: Yes. No,
0: it's... we've built three of them at this point and it's oh, not working. Yes.
3: <laughs> Let's try again. No.
0: Come
1: up yes. with something else. Admiral... Uh, this one is called the Healing uh moon. moon. <laughs> it is
0: the moon of doom. <laughs> Where does Moonraker, having just rewatched mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Is it, is it, I'm trying to think how to phrase this, because um, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess it's probably not in your top five no. Bond films. No, it's not. Does it do enough to be outside of the bottom five? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some... I
2: can't swear, can I? Um, You can, but I I, I have to believe them out. Okay, so. well, I'll just say... There are some shitty Bond films. Uh, we can allow that. All one. right. Okay. There is some... Yeah. There are some really sh Bond films. So, no, this one... This one's probably right in the middle of the pack. Mm. It's...
1: Oh, they must be really bad. I,
2: I know, yeah. yeah. They, what would you I say re- is the
0: worst Bond film?
2: Oh, God. Um... I mean, it has to be Die Another Day, unfortunately. Mm. It's, it's, it's funny because it's it's so bad, but it is also kind of boring. Okay. And you do set the tone
1: when you get Madonna to do your theme song. And not only
2: was yeah. she do the theme song, she had a cameo appearance in it as well. Yeah, that's, oh, she's yeah. really And she's doing her weird English accent, which Ooh. you remember she used to do that. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, the worst one has to be Die Another Day, Right, poor Pierce, he mm. had a, he got a rough trot, Piers Brosnan. Mm. He
1: looks so good as Bond though. Well,
2: it's, Golden Goldeneye yeah. is great, and that's his first one. And Goldeneye is a good movie, and he's very good as James Bond. These other three, uh, yeah, they're not very good. Mm. But yeah, Moonraker I would say would be in the middle of the pack. Middle it's of the bog pack, bog standard Bond fare. If maybe maybe towards like the the lower percentile of the mm. of the rest, you know, it's just it's a it's pretty slow, it's pretty clunky. Mm. It's just it's it's very all over
0: the place. Mm. Uh, Tegan, mm. having now seen Moonraker, mm-hmm. do would you like to watch more James Bond films?
1: Uh, I can honestly say it's the best Bond film I've seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you know what? It does actually make me want to watch more Bond films. Okay. Um, because I can, because I haven't seen Bond films, but I have seen things like Kingsman, mm. and. Like we were saying, like Austin Powers and yeah. a lot of spoof yeah. films, spoof films spy have, films. Yeah,
0: taking their inspiration absolutely. From this and
1: even just watching this film, I can see where all my favourite spoof cheesy movies mm. get their knockoff ideas from. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of Austin Powers jokes are pretty much in this well, I mean, one like I, like Moon, I, I, moonraker
0: is basically the second austin power yes film.
1: that's yeah. right even to the car that they're you know that they're oh the little buggy the, on little buggy
0: the
3: little buggy stuck
2: on the base, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: like just things like well, that even
2: composition of shots is similar because at the end yes. of moonraker when he's corner when he's cornered drax in that tunnel thing mm. that's at the end
3: of like, that's why Lo- yeah, shag me like, when
2: he finds dr evil in there. yeah it's, it's everything like composition mm. fr- blocking it's, it's all very similar absolutely even like even things like kicking him in the balls, and th- it's like you know, yeah. even, like jokes that
1: you think are token to a spoof mm, are mm. actually in the James Bond film. Mm. Um, yeah, it does make me want to watch more of the more films. More, mm. yeah. Um, I'm actually quite keen to watch a lot more of them
3: now. Okay, as well. great.
1: Yeah, I have because I've seen bits and pieces. Like yeah. I know I've seen the bit is it of dr no where the laser comes up goldfinger goldfinger that's right
0: that's that's another connery one and that was the third Third one one. yeah Yeah. so that's one of the very early ones see
1: i've seen the bit of that with his, the you know the the classic scene of that seen a bit of live and let die i feel like i have seen goldeneye Mm. but i was probably 14 at the time right because i have some memories of being at the movie. It was so memorable for me mm. <laughs> that I can't remember anything other than maybe sitting at Hoyt's Carousel and yeah. watching it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, let's let's do it.
0: Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, Patrick. Yes. Where does this sit in terms of the Roger Moore Bond films? Because, obviously, the seven to choose from, we chose Moonraker because it is a fun one to look at because mm. it's so yeah. silly, but also um, it, it is... N- it, it's sort of reviled but loved at the same time.
1: And Roger Moore shines in it. Like if we, yeah. You know, if like, yeah to, he does shine still.
2: Yeah. Yes, he does. He does. Um, look, it's probably... It's been a while since I've seen some of the later ones, like A View to a Kill and things mm. like that, so I don't really remember them all that well. But it's probably does... This is probably one of the weakest Roger Moore ones. Right. I
0: think... Okay, no, that's
2: fair. Um Just, just because it, what, what, what I think it lacks, the others don't, is that that pacing. Yeah, the others are similar length, but they just they've just got a bit more in them. There's a bit more substance. You just don't get quite as bored. And if a lot of a lot of the time the actors are more charismatic, especially the villains. Yeah. You know, um, like in *Live and Let Die*, which is his first one, which is great. Such a good movie. Yeah. You know, you've got Yafat Kodo as the as the big boss and a big, big bad guy, and he's brilliant. And then you've got Christopher Lee in um, Man with the Golden Gun. Gun, and you've just got these great actors as the as the villains. Yeah, and they just bring they just bring a little bit more to it than than we got with Drax. Yeah, you know, than with Drax, Michael Lonsdale. And I think that was I think that's a big part of what killed it. Yeah, is the scenes. You don't have Bond. You usually got the villain, and if the villain's not very interesting. And
0: the movie kind of suffers.
1: He's just not threatening at all.
0: No. Like was, no, he's not. It
1: was fun watching he's Jaws fun. fight him. Like yeah, the, and the,
0: the, I, I think in a lot of ways he didn't need to be threatening because you had Jaws chasing Bond for the whole but film. he still needs to be interesting to mm. watch. Yeah. You know, we're still watching an action
2: movie.
1: Like, yeah. He needs to be ominous. Like, he needs to have that kind I, of I think presence. it
0: was a, a little bit of that early on, but... At the same time, it became very much a paint by numbers. Uh, I, I'm the bad guy. Look at my palatial mansion. Look yeah. at all these beautiful people I surround myself with. And I'm just... Yeah, it, it, it was just a bit dull it in the was that end.
1: scene at the end, about two minutes before he dies, when everyone's dying around him because the US have arrived yeah. and they're killing everyone with lasers. With their space platoon. With their space <laughs> platoon, with space lasers. And their tinfoil suits. And their tinfoil suits. And they are um, killing everyone. And he just casually walks off yeah to to escape he's that oh no and then yeah and just
2: just casually walking off i think sums up a lot of the action in this movie <laughs> yeah. is just and yeah. then this person just casually walks off yeah fair enough so
0: if we're going to score this film out of 10 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll I'll start with you Tegan, because okay. you're you're doing it for the first time. What score out of 10 would you give Moonraker?
1: I have put a lot of thought into this and mm. I give Moonraker 3 visible nipples out of 10. <laughs>
0: mm. That is that is a good scoring
2: system. Mm-hmm. Uh Patrick, it already gets a couple of points for being a Bond movie yep. for me and and being a Roger Moore movie as well. Mm-hmm. So, I reckon it's a 5. It's it's just completely mediocre. It's not bad, it's not great. Um I I probably have complained about it a bit more just because I love the Bond movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I I want it to be a bit more exciting, but but if I can take a step back out of myself and just kind of look at what it is, yeah, it's it's just bog standard Bond mm-hmm. movie. It just yeah, it's it's, it's fun. It's a Bond movie. If you enjoy Not Bond enough, movies. you can hear
1: that, but that's um, Captain Sideboob, in head is. chopper, oh,
0: coming yeah, over. Take me with you. <laughs> <A> helicopter. Run. So, yeah, Just get in the golf cart. Don't run into the
2: forest. You had a golf cart that you she arrived. Did, and she ran, and those Dobermans caught up with her. Right. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> she
1: had a huge chopper.
2: Well, she, she had a couple of huge choppers. It doesn't make sense. Um,
0: I'm, so, I'm going to give it five. <laughs> Five Sudden Samurais out of ten. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I kind of fall in between uh, you two in terms of... Um, I had too much of a good time to give it to Lower School. Mm. But I also acknowledge that this is not a great film. And a large part of it doesn't hold up yeah. uh, to uh, contemporary viewing. So I am going to give it four. Uh, Drax. Drax is sort of a proto-minion... Uniforms that everyone was wearing out of ten, because yeah. they did look like minions. They kind the of looked like minions who were. Um, it was like a sad minion cosplay. Convention. Yeah,
2: like a minion that's been allowed to go out for the day. <laughs> yeah, but he has to wear his
0: helmet. Yeah, like. no, they, they were. Um, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, the 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 people behind Despicable Me may have <laughs> may have taken some inspiration. There.
1: I might add another half uh, visible nipple yeah. for the um, very good final line you know how there's the classic final line oh lines. yeah oh, we didn't q q talk about well. that that's yeah what's that bond? redeemed the whole yeah let's recreate it
0: um. you can be q okay okay ready <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> my god what's james bond doing i believe he's
1: attempting re-entry sir
0: very good <laughs> yeah. I think I think we'll be okay. I don't think we'll get pulled up for copyright for that. <laughs> I think that yeah.
1: was way off, but that's what I remember it to be. No, you're pretty much
0: bang on, and the, you know, yeah, bang so. on.
1: That's that's what mm. that's what I'm doing. huh
0: da 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 da. Sex. So uh, that is all for uh, this episode. So. um... Roger Moore, rest in peace. We hope that uh if you have podcasting listing facilities in the afterlife that you've enjoyed this Roger Moore
2: will not return yeah. as James Bond Aww. because he's dead. Yeah.
0: But, um, Who's
1: gonna be the next James Ooh. Bond?
0: Sorry Ooh. to hijack no, the no, no, wrap up, Steve, you know, but that's, that's a good question. That's all good. That's all good. Um next James Bond. Well do do we even know if Daniel Craig's doing another one at this
2: well, point? Well, it's still up in the air. He's yeah. contracted for two more. They think he'll do one more Okay But he hates it He hates doing it He's But so I don't think he hates, hates the it. millions and millions of dollars he gets paid no. um, It's
0: a difficult conundrum
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, for, I won't spoil Spectre for people But I think Spectre kind of Kind of wraps up This sort of From Casino Royale From levels. Casino Royale to Spectre Those four The four Daniel Craig ones It kind of Kind of wraps it up, would you say? I'd say that you You could definitely keep going, but it's also you could quite easily end it with Daniel Craig as well and then go to a different bond.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm not sure who you'd really go for. I mean The hard one. Yeah. I mean maybe just because he's been in so many great films lately, Tom Hardy.
3: Oh that's not bad. That's a good choice. That's not bad. Yeah.
0: Mm. Um but yeah, other than that or or that sort of actor like, like, like I think you could Potentially someone like A Tom Hiddleston do it That's who
1: I think that's I know he's the popular choice yeah. But I we I think we talked about this we Before About, this about yeah. how mm-hmm. Having more of a character actor In that role Could be really interesting He's pretty
2: big though And that's the thing mm. They tend not to get yeah. Really big people Because yeah. they need to contract them For who so many we years yeah. Well I He's too old unfortunately um, Maybe you could just do one I reckon Idris Elba
0: Would be mm. a great Bond Yeah well he's, I mean Got that? Id- Idris Elba is a really, really great actor. Yeah, and, and you're right. I think he might. Well, I mean, Roger Moore was 45, but yeah, but when no, he's we're kind of. I think maybe yeah. We Kind of need to. We kind of realised that got a bit silly towards yeah. the end. Yeah, I. I mean. Obviously with Idris Elba. Um, if
2: you made it like now and he only yeah. did maybe one or two, it'd be fine. Yeah. But he's pushing it a bit yeah. to do more than that.
0: And I think with Idris Elba, it's a similar question that's being asked currently in uh, the amongst the uh, Doctor Who community because mm. uh, Peter Capaldi is due to leave uh, and be replaced in the next couple of episodes and people are thinking, well, who can play the next Doctor? And similarly with playing the next James Bond, lots of people are looking at, can it not be a white man, mm. or at least at least not a white person in the James Bond role? In because yeah. yeah. with something like Doctor Who, it can be anyone. So yeah. that, that's yeah. sort of more fantastical. But for James Bond, where it's been um, a, a character that's been sort of based in more of a real world, yeah, um, yeah. It, it it's certainly not ludicrous to suggest that James Bond could be played by someone who isn't a white guy. But it's it's more a, a, a case of. Where does that sit in terms of, is James Bond and 007 more of a title that's passed between different people? Or is it just when you get a new actor, the universe is reset? I I always
1: assumed it was a title. No, no, I think it's that one. Because, again,
2: you read the books, you watch the movies, there is a through line throughout all of them that jump actors. Yeah. So, you know, like he gets married in Honor a Majesty's Secret Service, which is George Lazenby. Mm. And then in, I forget which Roger Moore one it is, he goes and visits her grave because, spoiler, she dies at the end of Honor a Majesty's Secret Service. Mm. Right. So it's things like that that suggest that James Bond is not a code name that's passed to different mm.
0: but some would argue agents.
2: James Bond is a man.
0: Yeah, and some would argue that um, since Daniel Craig came in, that it has been a reset because they make yep. Casino Royale. And they sort of almost start from there and rebuild that world because M is obviously Judy Dench, and that, yeah. that's that's a, obviously someone in a different, uh, is very different from the original actor because it's a woman playing the role. True, but then
2: she was also M through all the Pierce Brosnan ones as well. I suppose, yeah. So it kind of messes with the. That's why I think it's kind of a weird floating timeline. Is you don't, you know, they're, they're, it's just James Bond is just kind of
0: amorphous. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it doesn't I mean,
2: really matter.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I I think. It yourself is an excellent shout, but I, uh, there's just a lot of racist dickheads. That's, the, that's part of the problem
3: as yeah, well. Yeah, but they can,
2: they, they, again, I, I'm not, I've, already, I've already taken advantage of the swearing, so I'm yeah. not going to do it again, but okay. they can just go, away. go and fudge themselves yeah. because, you yeah. know, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I yeah. tend to, I, I, I understand. And I think Bond has to be English. Hmm. And I do think he has to be a guy because mm. if you change it to a woman, then you just kind of fundamentally change the character completely.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, and you might as well just come up with a new character. Mm. Um, but I don't think his race matters no, at all. I, 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 especially if we, especially if you're setting Bond in the now, which yeah. they've kind of done with Casino Royale through to Spectre. Yeah. His Bond is in the modern age, so it's t- kind of his race is kind of um, you know it's it's not it's not. It's not unfeasible that a black man would have would be joined the ranks of MI six yeah, and worked his way a, up to be an elite, or an Asian man, or whoever. Yeah, and also, you know. if it's
1: looking like they're wrapping up this storyline for this character. Is it feasible to say that they could transfer the name, and that if they wanted to be logical they about could.
2: it, they could. Yeah, I mean, I reckon it's just. I think it's kind of. I think it, they just keep it vague. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd
1: be great. He's so cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so he, he's he's my he's my one with all mm-hmm. the with all the racist that it could bring out of the woodwork. I still he would be my number one if he wasn't. If he's but he's a bit old. But yeah. otherwise, I think someone like Tom Hiddleston, yeah, mm. is probably the most logical choice. But it'll be interesting to see who they do pick. It could be someone completely out of left field. Someone the guy
1: that plays Loki. That's, that's,
0: that's that cool. is Tom, that's Tom Hiddleston. I just, yeah.
2: yeah, I was just, I just hope it's or... not someone like um like Jon Snow. Whatever. What's his name? Kit Harington. Yeah. I hope oh. it's not someone like him. I hope it's not. Someone who's a bit young and a bit me, me, me. Although, um...
1: Orlando Bloom.
0: Mm, maybe. He's he's, he struggles just with acting in general, so... <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, but the... he has a
1: great appendage mm. for the role. Oh. There's... Never mm. mind.
0: His, um, Does he really?
1: Yeah, there's all those photos of him and Katy Perry online. Mm. Uh, Google um, Orlando Bloom on a paddleboard. Hang on.
0: Orlando Bloom. Roger Moore, we salute you. (laughs) So thank you very much for listening in, everyone. Um, We hope you enjoyed this trip down uh, Moonraker Lane or Moonraker Lane. Moonraker. It's also called. Moonraker. Join us next time when we review another film here. On the Cinema Catch-Up Club, Uh, just a gentle reminder that we are on uh, Facebook. Just look for the Cinema Catch-Up Club podcast there, and you can like and follow. And we are available for download on SoundCloud and iTunes, so subscribe to us there. What's
1: the next film going to be? Is it Top Secret? Or is it it Most most Secret?
0: Ah, well, I'm afraid I can't tell. (laughs) Because it is Most Secret. And I haven't looked at the calendar, so I don't know. (laughs) It's mostly (laughs) secret. Yes. But until then, bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.
0: That'll be all 007.